Goosebumps Triple Header Book One by R.L. Stein. Three shocking tales of terror. It's one, two, three times the scares. It's the story of a family about to receive a visit from beyond the grave. It's the story of two alien beings so disgusting it will turn your stomach inside out. It's the story of a game show so deadly you'll never watch television the same way again. Listener beware, you're in for three scares. It's just this one, though. It's just this one. One out of three scares. Beware. Beware. Listener, beware. Beware now. Now it's time to beware. Now it's time to beware. Now is the time to beware. You're in for a scare. Times three. Nice kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. get your gun oh ghost granny ghost granny i want to talk about ghost granny and this is obviously the episode so we'll talk about it but like let's talk about triple header first let's talk about triple header first this came out in october i'm matthew scott montgomery this is daniel montgomery Montgomery. welcome to welcome deadcast Deadcast. we love goosebumps uh this came out in october 1997 which was the same month as goosebumps number 60 werewolf skin sounds like a blessed time and they really try to ramp it up at this time it is Almost near the end. It is near the end of the original series when things start getting twisted around. So at this point, we had Goosebumps, Give Yourself Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. And Tales to Give You Goosebumps. Tales to Give You Goosebumps. And then Triple Header came out. And then also, weren't there those, like, those books that were based off the TV episodes? Yes, Goosebumps. I think it was Goosebumps Presents. Maybe. I don't ever remember reading those, but... Um, yeah, triple header, and there's only two triple header. There's books. only two. There's supposed to be three, I guess, but um, there was a little scholastic uh, drama that happened, and you know things got moved around, and here you know here comes Goosebumps series two thousand. Here comes Mama. Here comes Mama. Do we know what the the drama was? We do, but we let's get into it when the switch actually happens. Oh yeah. So you'll have to listen. You'll have to wait. Wow, I want to get tricked again. I'm feeling the twitch again. <laughs> So this this I think was an effort to like bump up make the, more money. Uh huh. You're right. And bump up, bump up the scares or something. They're basically yeah. Just, these are pretty wild and nasty. These are pretty wild. Each story is like I don't know, like forty pa- like forty to fifty pages. And the three stories in this book are Ghost, Ghost Granny. Um, I know the other two. They're easy to remember. They are Spin the Wheel of Horror. Okay. And Teenage Sponge Boys from Outer Space. Spin the Wheel of Horror as a title doesn't stand out to me. No, that's why I absolutely forgot it, even though we just read this. Teenage Sponge Boys from Outer Space? Yes. I mean, that... I need to shut the fuck up. We're talking about Ghost Granny today. We're talking about Ghost Granny today. But before we talk about Ghost Granny, so Triple Header is like hosted 
by this three-headed monster, essentially. Yes, and it's featured on the co- this monster is featured on the cover of the book. The co- the book itself is like just slightly thicker than a normal Goosebumps book. Yeah, it's like thicker than a Snicker. Yeah, just slightly though, and it is sort of it's green and black and, and red all over. I'm it's, kidding. It's green and black, and they they're trying like a little bit of a 3D effect. Yeah, there's like a hologram on the front, and and also there's a hologram on the front. I I I would love to see the. It's hard to see Tim Jacobus's true work because of this hologram. But on the back cover, you can see it. You can, but it's a little smaller. And so I it's just like it an bigger. ambiguous, like green, green monster. monster with three heads, and their names are Slim, Lefty, and Righty. Mm-hmm. And they all have like three nasty, wild personalities. And before each story, they're like the three of them like speak and are like they Ooh. do like a little stand-up routine, basically. It's very slappy. It is very slappy, and the, the book itself starts off with um, an introduction to the three of them, and it's re- it's written like a script, like literally, it just has the characters' names with the colon, and they're talking back and forth, and you know, basically saying like, "We're it's three times the scares." Oh, Brad Pitt! Like, there's you look like one of them is like, "I look." You know, we're fighting. We all live on the same body. Um, I'm the good-looking one. You two are ugly geeks. It's like, no, you're the ugly one. No, I'm I'm Brad Pitt. No, you look like an armpit. Oh man. And they're like, um, there's the one in the middle is like, you know, they they have like big rubbery pink lips and like an underbite, and that's slim. And then Righty has like glasses and like blonde hair. And then Lefty has like a, a kind of a buzzed blonde mohawk and big, sharp, crazy ass teeth. So, you know, it's the like Alvin. Walking and down the, the city street. It's like, you know, it's your Alvin and the Chipmunk kind of thing. It's one that's kind of an, like a, the lead. And then there's like the smart looking one. And then there's like the dumb one. I always like the dumb one. I always like the smart one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, because... Story of my life. Because you liked Simon and I liked Theodore. I remember when I was younger thinking characters with glasses were cute. (gasps) Especially boys. Yeah, that's a cute thing. That's why I like the Blue Ranger. Maybe it's because he was gay, but his character wore um, glasses. And I always thought characters with glasses were very cute. Like like, um, Simon. Is there? Yeah. Okay, so you... Okay, so yeah, we're consistent. We are consistent. So so they just tell us these three nasty stories, the first one being Ghost, Ghost Granny. Ghost Granny, and each story has a quick little introduction with um, Slim, Lefty, and Righty. Matthew and I considered reading you these, but it's true. But if you... It, but I I voted that we didn't because it's three different characters, and there's two of us, and it's... I mean, we could try. I'm gonna... I'm gonna try and do it all myself because this is mine. Okay, then for the second one, I'll do it all. And I'm going to try and do different voices. Um, I'll, I, have, I haven't practiced this, so we're going to see what happens. Mm. Um, I'm going to make uh, Lefty kind of like this. Yeah. And then I want Righty to be like... <laughs> and then the um, Slim, who I think is in the middle, is just normal. Okay. Um, hey, any of you guys seen Granny? Uh, I saw her this morning. She looked okay. Too bad she's dead. She's dead? Wow, I thought she'd been awful quiet for the last year. Maybe we should take her out of the kitchen and bury her in the backyard. No way. I don't want to smell up the backyard. 
Well, Ghost Granny is the name of our first story. It's about a girl named Kelly who is being haunted by her own granny. Granny Deaver is dead and buried, so why is her ghost hanging around the house, howling till all hours of the night? How do you get rid of a ghost that's ruining your life? When the readers find out, you'll howl too. I like this story. It stays with you like a really good skin rash. I give it six thumbs up. So that's basically what it's like. Good job! Thank you. Yay! So let's get into this Ghost Granny Kelly Deaver here. I love the title Ghost Granny and was very excited to read it. Yes, Um, the story made me feel a little sick. Yes, this one really grosses me out. Yeah, I... I'm not totally sure I'm here for it, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think I like it because it makes me feel so sick. So if your ass just ate lunch, then... Get ready to boot. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna boot all over the bed. Kelly hates her Granny Deaver, but Granny Deaver actually isn't even her real granny. She's just a friend of her grandmother's sister who came by one day, and Granny Deaver never left. Do you remember that lady that would, like, hang out with us that was Miss Kaliski's friend? E barely, yeah. Didn't she have a name like Fred or something? She had a name like that. Yes. It uh, was she, like, um... Yes, it wasn't a traditionally... Uh, we had these lovely neighbors that we adore growing up, and... Uh, the Kaliski family. I guess I'm just saying their names. Sure, who cares? What are they going to do, sue us? Yeah, and um, and they had... What was that woman's name? It was like Carter or Bennett or something like that. Yes, it was like a, a traditionally male it, name. Or like a last name. Or a last name, and there would be this old lady who would like be all their holidays and Christmas time, and I always thought it was like the Kaliski's grandma, but it's like, no, 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 that's just their friend, Fred, or whatever. Yeah, let's just call her Fred. It was something, we'll, we'll remember it as soon as I close my laptop and we're done recording. That's right. So basically, Granny Deaver is Kelly's Fred, and um, <laughs> Granny Deaver's absolutely disgusting. I fucking hate, uh, let's, just, let's just put it out there, I hate Granny Deaver. I do too. She slurps her soup and lets it run down her chin. She clicks her teeth and she burps, and that makes me feel physically sick. She also eats off of Kelly bro- Kelly's brother Jeff's plate and ew blows her nose with his napkin. And you guys, the worst part is she pinches them both hard. She says she's constantly pinching them and says, "Put some meat on your bones, pinch." And her she has a cat. Granny Deaver has a cat named Sammy, and Sammy scratches and ruins the furniture and bites the, bites Kelly and Jeff and coughs up disgusting things. But not anymore, because Sammy ran away one day and never came back. Wish I would. I wish I would. Granny Deaver even one time dropped her teeth in the milk carton and then kept drinking them. Hold milk. on, I have to go whoops right now. <laughs> She's so sick. Kelly hates her and complains to her parents all the time. And they say, why is she living here? Who is she? And her parents say, um, she's an old woman. Where is she going to go? One time, Kelly finds Granny Deaver in her closet, throwing out Kelly's clothes, throwing them on the floor to make room for her clothes so she can shove her clothes in Kelly's closet. Ugh, sick. But the same day she did that, she died. Thank God. 
she's what she's dead jill is that the is that the line it's like do you ever hear what happened to she died she 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 died you do remember what happened to the little girl who tried too much too fast don't you (laughs) what she she died jill (laughs) she died she died that very night so granny deaver is dead that's where we start yeah uh the next day, I, they're at the funeral parlor. They're at the funeral parlor, and no one is there because Granny Deaver ain't had no family, and like absolutely no one loved her. So they asses are the only one there, and, and Granny Deaver is lying up in her coffin in a black dress with rosy cheeks. But you better believe her ass didn't have no rosy cheeks when she was alive because of her sallow complexion. Standing in a nice dress, bathed lips and rosy cheeks. Daniel's really cheeks. into a Taylor Swift. Phase. A phase. It's, it's called phase. my life. Yeah, you're right. It's called life. Yes. Kelly wants to feel sad, but she don't. It's just like Granny Deaver to die two days before Kelly's birthday, taking all the attention away. Bitch! But after the funeral, the whole family is in like the most wonderful mood because Granny Deaver's dead and they're eating spaghetti. spaghetti. And at one point, they all just kind of start laughing for no reason because they're just so happy that that witch is dead. And later that night, at 12.20 a.m., Kelly wakes up to hear this bang, bang, bang noise downstairs. And she said, "To what is going on? So she goes down to the kitchen, and what does she see? She finds Granny Deaver. And Granny Deaver is floating in the kitchen. She's a sickly green with peeling blue lips. Can we call her Granny D from now on? Because that will make me like her more, and it'll be more fun to talk about her. So Because Gran- Granny D sounds like a rapper from, like, 1991. Yes, Granny D is floating around the kitchen. She says, I'm back. She, and she gives a big cough. And she tries to give Kelly a hug, but she can't because she's just, Granny D is just cold air. Ew, uh, sounds like my ex. The family shows up, and they're just totally gawking. And she said, well... Well, I, I didn't want you to miss me. And she says, I'll keep my room in the attic. And as she does, as she as she's talking, she leans forward to pinch Jeff's little cheek. And her fingers snap. Her little fingies snap. Um, there's also, like, this gets kind of slops with, like, what are the rules with Granny D's ghost body. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes she can pinch and sometimes she floats right through. And what's the deal? It doesn't really make any sense. So she floats past the whole family, goes upstairs to her room, and the family does not know what to do, but they decide, ugh, we'll figure it out in the morning. That's what already is, like, a little... This shows that this is a derail from, like, the regular Goosebumps books because, like, we're leading with, like, the ghost at the beginning and all the whole family sees the ghost of Granny D, and the family's kind of like, oh, well, as opposed to it being a literally 90 minutes of you trying to convince your parents that something's actually happening and they never see it or believe it. No, the parents immediately see it, and they are they don't even seem that... They seem non They just seem, like, really sleepy and not even trying to hear that. Can we just go back to bed and not deal with the definite ghost that we have living in our house that sounds fine so they all go to bed and kelly is awakened by granny d floating above her granny d says i can't sleep keep your granny company i might want to move into your room to be closer to living granny d talks about the dead people she met in the cemetery and how they were all falling apart literally but they're good friends and she says and the dead need to stick together (laughs) and then she flies around the room spins around the room and kelly doesn't know what to say here's the thing like granny d like seems like she hates kelly and jeff and the whole f- 
in the whole family. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, why stick the fuck around then? Like, if you hate everyone so much, you're so unhappy, why are you in her room? Why are you all up in her business? You know what I mean? Like, what, you have some friends in the cemetery? Go there. I don't want to see your ghostly ass. Yeah, if the dead need to stick together, then go stick, bitch. Fucking Granny D. Granny D says, I can take a hint. You don't want to talk to me. I'm not wanted. Yeah, there we go. And she disappears. Bye. Now it's 2.45 a.m. And Kelly's like, ugh, I want to get rest before my birthday party tomorrow. But she can't sleep at all that night. And do you want to know why? Because Granny D didn't leave the house. Granny D didn't go to the cemetery. She instead went to the attic, and now she's howling like a motherfucking banshee up there, bitch. At the top of her lungs all night, Kelly can't even get some sleep. It's my birthday tomorrow. In the morning, Granny D is at the breakfast table. She's trying to eat some eggs, but she can't because she can't eat, but she can hold a fork, which is like, what? Mm, The idea of ghost Granny D trying to eat eggs, in turn, I have something I need to admit to everyone here on this podcast that I'm never eating again. Yeah, I'm. Ha- I have to go be. I have to go take sick. Yeah. The family just watches, so totally bewildered and frustrated. They don't know what to do. And Granny D's like, "I was howling all night last night because that's what ghosts do. Don't young people have any respect?" And even Kelly's mom is like, "Granny D, we have a lot to do to get ready today to get ready for Kelly's party. Could you just stop being such a and, ghost?" And Granny D says. How could you have a party and not, like, at, at such a time as this, am I not invited? And Kelly stands up and says, it's my birthday, and I don't want you here. No, you're not invited. Granny D grows very pale and turns very sad and turns down and disappears, floats upstairs. Bye. I hope I never see her again. The family's like, oh, well, which seems to be their response to almost everything. And they decide to decorate and get ready for the party. And the party starts at 2 p.m. And the guests show up, like, fun guests like Gina Lang. And as soon as Gina... Oh, my gosh, though. Gina Lang steps into the house, and she starts screaming and screaming. And Kelly goes, oh, no. Oh, no. Did Granny D come out? And Gina's like, no, I'm screaming because I forgot your present. Bye. And she runs home to go get it. One of my favorite fake outs of this it's insane it's It's insane i love it the party actually goes pretty great i think it's gonna go really great and nothing's gonna happen until oh no daniel i know kelly's mom brings out a cake and when she brings out the kick 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 granny d appears over the dining room table and she looks like a little deader than we saw her last time in fact she's missing one eye oh wow maybe that means her ghost will die and then she looks at all the friends and says did you save a slice for your dear dead granny i don't know the fact that she just said that sentence makes me think i got this whole thing wrong and this is the greatest thing that's ever happened because there's a goosebumps book essentially that says save a slice for your dear dead granny that's like so iconic like i live yeah it's pretty incredible she's an icon she's a legend she is the moment and all the girls of the party scream and run out of the house because granny d D has just appeared and it scares kelly's mom so she drops the cake and then not only that one of granny d's ghost teeth falls into the cake and then she sticks her ghost finger in the cake and can't taste it and complains that it's chocolate not vanilla explain any of that explain any of that kelly is so angry she screams go away go away go away 
And in turn, Granny D responds by transforming. She grows and billows, and her red eyes glow. And oh, her one red eye, because everyone fell out. And her claws come out, and fangs slide down her Granny D chin. And she hisses like an animal. It sounds like this a kiss. <laughs> and she says, she has her evil side now, and she starts to swipe and swipe at the air at Kelly, and Kelly makes this noise. Ah! But then she stops, startled, shocked, and her fangs slip away, and her head reshapes, and she says, Oh, I'm so tired. And as she does, she floats back upstairs. Wow. Be dying and then turning into a ghost that starts falling apart and then turning when you get a, upset you turn into, into a, a monster ghost sounds really exhausting. Speaking of exhausted, the family doesn't know what to do. What else is new? And, Useless family. And instead they're like, well, I don't know. What should we do for dinner? And they decide to go out. And while they're out at dinner, they talk about how they can get rid of a, the ghost, how they can get rid of Granny D, but they can't come up with anything. Cool. At night, Kelly hears the howling again and again over and over coming over from the attic. Over and over and over again. There's so much insane howling coming from the attic that the front doorbell rings and Kelly goes down and it's a young police officer. All cops are bastards. And they're like, what are you doing here? And the family appears behind Kelly and the, the police officer says, the neighbors are complaining about the howling. And Kelly's dad is like, oh, oh, that Oh, it, sorry. It's a door. It's just the dog. And Kelly says, no, it's not. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. And then demon monster Granny D appears behind them, b- bright green, roaring like a lion. You heard and, me. And scares the office. The officer runs away, gets in his car, and bolts. Bye. And Granny D accuses Kelly, says, Kelly, you called the police. I know you did. And she swipes at Kelly with her sharp claws. Well, we think they're sharp. They don't make contact with anything because she's a ghost. So literally nothing happens. And um, Kelly starts saying, you're just a ghost. You're helpless. You're just a ghost. You can't help. You can't hurt me. And Granny D hates this. And she screams and wails. And then it explodes into the most gorgeous green confetti. And Kelly says, huh, I guess every time I stood up to Granny D, she got she got weaker. And it turns out a, a ghost, ghost can't can exist, exist if you stand, stand up to it. it. And the family laughs and laughs and laughs. But the story's not over. There's a knock at the door, and they answer the door, and at the door is a group of bent and twisted men and women with eyes blank as glass. Green and rotting, limping up the lawn. And the family says, who are you? Who are you? And they say, we're from the cemetery. We met Granny D there. She was so nice. She invited us to stay. She invited us to stay. And I'm going to read the first paragraph and last paragraph of Ghost Ghost Granny. I know it's wrong to hate someone in your own family, but the truth is... We all hated Granny Deaver. Where is Granny Deaver, the hunched man asked. She she isn't here, Dad told them. The dead man sank into the couch and put his feet up. That's okay, he said. 
we'll wait. So at this point, pretty standard twist at the end. I think we kind of all saw it coming. Um, Although on revisit, I could have believed that the ghost cat, a cat, her cat, Sammy could have come back as a ghost twist at the end. But of course the friends from the cemetery came and you know, that was Ghost Granny. Ghost Granny was gross, but like we did get the iconic line, save a slice for your dear dead granny. Yeah, it really is all about that line. Do you think this would have made a good TV episode? I don't know how they could have done this episode because of all the special effects that might have been required. Yes. For the Ghost Granny specifically. I don't think it's a bad idea. I think they, they probably would have adapted it in some kind of way and they could have made it work. You it's know. interesting to have a book that's 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 a Goosen's book or story that the whole family is on the same page. Yeah, and this one to me feels like it starts at a ten. You know what I mean? It it just seems like because we get, I mean, it's called fucking Ghost Granny, but like Granny D dies so soon early on, and then the terror just like kind of begins and then escalates. Yes, as opposed to like little hints of it building up. My challenge with the story is. The, the idea that Granny Deaver is just a friend who showed up and never left. And yeah. it, it makes me angry at that family. Yeah. For just never saying no for three years. And just all of a sudden her, like, taking over their life. And it makes me want to live my life in a different way. So, because I could see myself ending up with a Granny Deaver because I'm too nice. Yes. And I don't like that reflection that it casts on me. And this is a challenging book to deal with it personally. Yeah. I think that... Um... I think especially probably Jeff is going to be very fucked up, even though, because we don't really know much about him, and he just kind of sits back and watches the trauma of all of it. Mm-hmm. And with Kelly, she kind of stands up and, like, saves the day in a way. You know what I mean? Yes, it is an interesting moment that she, she you know, the tactic for the police officer, the dad's response is, I'm going to lie and say it's a dog because I can't possibly tell the truth about this ghost that's horror, that's tra- like terrorizing us. Yeah. I think it's such an interesting choice. And then the parents are useless. They're useless. And then Kelly decides to stand up to it and not, it doesn't have that moment of the police officer saying, You're crazy. It doesn't have that moment of the police officer saying, like, All right, enough with the pranks. The ghost actually shows up and scares the police officer away. And then the police officer just leaves. Yeah, it's. It, it's not an especially... This it, one didn't age very well. No, it didn't show... It's not our, it's not our typical structure that we've grown, grown accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I honestly, I missed that structure a little bit. Yeah. I liked the twist at the end. I thought that was fine and cute and sort of fun. But um, Granny Deaver overall made me so sick, you know, regardless of the iconic line, that this is not a story that I'm going to actively uh, revisit soon. No, me neither. But, you know, it's not the only story we have in this book. Triple Header's got three wild, terrifying, nasty tales. Yes, and the next one, Spin the Wheel of, spin the, spin the wheel of Horror, is, <laughs> is, 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 is wild. Spin the Wheel of Horror sounds, feels to me like a, a, a Give, give yourself, yourself Goosebumps, goosebumps book. 100%. Well, you'll just have to hear that next time. Yeah, <laughs> if you <laughs> dare to even <laughs> listen. Do you, have a, do you have a Granny Deaver in your life? Can you remember our friend's um, family friend's name? Why don't you reach out to us? Be- Beckett. Bennett. Um, b- b- uh, 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 Clark. Be- um, Beckett or Bennett's very close. It is. It is cl- ben- Benny. What was that woman's What was that woman's name? Fred. Um, Frank. Um, Dale. No. It wasn't Dale? No. 
Doesn't Dale seem like it would be that name? Dale, oh, Dale's here. Kind of, but that wasn't it. Do we, don't we have a weird family friend named Dale? Dale Dickey? Not Dale Dickey, a, like, uh, Dale Dickey's a friend friend, a family friend. No, what are you talking Dale, about? Dale, I think it's Dale. It's not Dale. You don't think so? I know it's not Dale. It's something else. It's like... I don't maybe know. Maybe by next episode we'll have it figured out. Well, if you have it figured out, you can reach, you can email us your choice for our friend, our family friends, friends, family friend name at <laughs> welcome to deadcast at gmail.com. Or you can say hi to me personally at Daniel X Montgomery or on Twitter is Daniel Montgomery. Yes. My Twitter is I brought about you, Jane, and my Instagram is Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery. And we will see you when we spin that wheel. It'll be, oh, it'll yeah. be me. It'll be Matthew. It'll be Dale. We're going to spin that wheel. We're going to spin and spin and spin. If, if you dare. If you dare. Should we text who? Text who? Mrs. Kowalski? And be like, what was that old lady's name? I think it's Dale. One, two, three, not only you and me. Got 180 degrees and I'm caught in between. Counting one, two, three, feet apart and they're free. Getting down with three feet. Everybody loves the old gun. Just do